Didn't we do one with Travis? It was on New Year's Eve. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, this is the first official episode of 2018. Started off, of course, right in the middle. Here we are on January 2nd, <laughs> recording this. Right in the midst of February. How's it going? Good, how about you? Going pretty well. You know, just hanging around, doing my stuff. You're not even looking at me. Sorry. I bought a fidget spinner just for this. Oh, so just, that you can be like, what are you doing? You fucking loser. Doing the fidget spinner. Well, yeah. whatever. As long as it makes you happy. I was like, I feel like Hipster Christopher hasn't come around enough recently. So, I'm now a fidget spinner collector. I just want to hear, like, this is actually depressing me even further. This is really bringing me down. Because, <laughs> like, I have to always keep spinning. Eventually, down like, to what? It's <laughs> like, what's the point? You already got it lives in his own filth. And... <laughs> I even wake up in the morning is what I say. The fidget spinner taught me that. This, this fidget spinner produces a lot of trash. <laughs> the fidget spinner actually brings me a lot lower. And it's really just a cycle. There's no lift up, but I keep doing it just to see how far down I can go. Hopefully you bring down my manic stages. Your manic stages? <laughs> oh, yeah. The big ones. No, it's really, uh, I don't know. It's entertaining to me in its own way. Does help. I mean, do you have that right? Is this like ADD? Do you like constantly like tapping your foot or something like that during things? Yeah, definitely. I've thought about doing it, but it, I would feel like such a douche at work, like sitting there spinning it. Whee! Well, because the only reason I even decided to pick one up is uh, I've seen a couple movies recently, and during the entire time I've been at the theater watching the movie, I noticed I've been playing with the ticket that they give me, how it's mm -hmm. like perforated, but they don't break most of it. So I just spend the entire movie folding and unfolding it, and I was like, this is definitely something where I could probably find a healthier outlet for that while I'm doing things. Mm -hmm. Probably can't help me keep me off the phone maybe as much, too. Who knows? I click my pen a lot, which I didn't realize until, like, whoever sat next to me complained. Like, could you stop clicking your fucking pen every ten seconds? Like, could you get the fuck out of this area? And you're like, <laughs> okay, sorry, Margaret. You could have just said stop. I'm <laughs> I said that a year ago, and you didn't stop. <laughs> oh. Well, it was probably when you are being really cunty and fat. It's like, why? Which is all day long. <laughs> it sounded like you had a really good rapport with Margaret at the start. Now it's just evolved. Like, you're a fat cunt. <laughs> she used to come to all my comedy shows, support me. <laughs> now, not so much. Now, not so much. That's a couple of cunts and you'll get off that good list real quick. That is a shame. So, we got a couple of things. It's the first episode of the year that we got to get through. Mm -hmm. A couple of traditions we do. And uh, what, what do we want to start? We want to start with the Death Pool? Knock it out quick. Yeah, let's knock out the death pool real quick. Right, the so widely successful death pool, which we forget most years and don't remember forget. who we had. Uh, we did write it down at least two we put last year, so we were able to go off of that. And uh, after, I think, nine picks in the death pool last year, uh, none of them ended up happening. Not a single one. I'm pulling it up now. Hold on. Uh, Ironically, though, two different people I think we put in previous years died with Fidel Castro and Hugh Hefner. So. Yeah. We were close. Uh, Muhammad Ali was another one I had like the year before he died. Mm. So we're close. We're, we're narrowing in ever slowly on it. GOT death pool. Alright, well last year I had uh, Willie Nelson didn't pan out. Uh, George Bush Sr. Uh, Ric Flair and Amanda Bynes. And, That's and, right. I was trying to think why Amanda Bynes came up for a wild card and I was like 
Oh, that's right, because the heartless monster that is Mikey picked her. I was like, but this is going to be so big when I get this. <laughs> this is going to be such a huge story. <laughs> I saw this coming. Uh, Jim Carrey I had, just because he had done a couple weird interviews, which I stand by, not an awful pick. I wouldn't be surprised tomorrow to hear Jim Carrey finally just, like, drove off a cliff, like, screaming at somebody. I wouldn't be shocked if that's the way he went, no. I don't know if he's going to die anytime soon. He seems pretty full of life, but in, like, an insane way of full of life. Yeah. Uh, and you had Stanley. Oh, I said Bill Cosby last year. <laughs> you were trying to sneak that. That, out. that was my double. That was my rollover, which I said I was supposed to owe a pizza. I don't know if we want to. Well, if we want to mark these off, because you had Stanley. That's the thing. Like, I was like, we both owed one, so instead of both having to pay for pizza, let's just nix that roll. Yeah, but I feel like if Stanley had died and Bill Cosby hadn't, you'd been like, "Where's my pizza, Gonzo?" Oh, I would have. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he had been on my list then, and then you owed me two pizzas. You had Stanley, Aretha Franklin, Jake the Snake, you monster, and Jack Nicholson. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Jake the Snake, a man who was like 80 and did drugs his entire life, but a man sweet and in the Amanda Bynes was too much. But Jake the Snake only got sober like a couple years ago. I'd hate to see like got sober, died two years later. The vast majority of his career is going to be known as... Isn't that exactly what happened to the Ultimate Warrior? He got his shit together and died, like, immediately afterwards? I didn't follow the Ultimate Warrior enough to care. Right. Well, fair enough. I just assumed Vince killed him. <laughs> wow. It was real, like, right after that, like, heartwarming speech on Monday Night Raw and everything? Well, it was like, ah, I've got everything I need out of him. Might as well kill him off now. <laughs> I can avoid them paying off the rest of that Legends contract. Oh, well, I'll talk about the XFL then, too. Don't forget okay. about that. Uh, so the way we changed... <laughs> Vince wouldn't be a bad pick to put on this I year. I think I put Vince on two years or ago. Or no, because 2019 is when it starts, right? Yeah. It's so if it, like, just... Comp- 20... Yeah, 20... No, I think 2020 is when it's supposed to start. 2020 would be a good year to put Vince McMahon on your thing. When that takes a giant nosedive again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the way we're doing it is you pick a wrestler, a musician, a politician... A celebrity, which can mean basically like anyone in film, TV. Usually actor of some kind, but whatever. And then a wild card, which is meant to just be somebody who's not like 70 years old yeah. and failing health or something like that. And we're not doing carryovers before. Instead, you can't pick anyone you picked the previous year, but the opposing person can pick them. So you can almost steal people from others. Which I believe we've both done. Yes. So what do we want to start with there? We want to start with our celebrity? Yeah, I went with uh, William Shatner. And sticking with Star Trek, I'm going with Nicole Nichols. Oh, you turd. <laughs> she even a celebrity anymore? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Does it matter how much she's in the public? She was on Comic Book Men, like season four. And that warrants her being a celebrity? No, nine years on fucking Star Trek warrants her being a celebrity. The same show that William Shatner's on there That for. show did not run nine years. Well, that show ran matter. like a year and a half. It doesn't matter. She's still fucking celebrity. Fine. I hope she lives so badly, because I will be so infuriated if she dies this year. Because I won't even hear about it until a week later. <laughs> it's not until I'm downstairs like, free pizza, Marky. No, I'm just going to hear you giggling constantly for a week, and then I'll like <laughs> randomly stumble upon George Takai's Twitter feed and be like... Uh, wrestler, I have Jim Duggan. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. As though there was a second one. I'm going to put Bruno San Martino. <laughs> you don't want to put Brandon C. Martini or whatever you call the San Martini. You're like, sorry, Mikey, doesn't count. I couldn't find a Bruno San Martini anywhere. Yeah, Bruno San Martini was not in there. Sadly, Bruno San Martino died. On your birthday, yeah. which would have been a great time to get a free pizza, but... Well, what are you going to do? 
but sadly, uh, Christy McNichols died four months ago, and I haven't <laughs> told you, so <laughs> I'll be uh, pepperoni and turkey, please. Uh, for musician, I believe we both just stole each other's, so I'm doing Willie Nelson, you have Aretha Franklin. Yeah, Aretha Franklin, both of them make sense. It's shocking they're both still alive. Yeah. In a very honorable way, they're both great talents, not taking anything away from them, but yeah, that is surprising. And people keep telling you that, like, oh, smoking weed's just as bad as smoking cigarettes. It's like, Willie Nelson's been doing it for 70 years and is still alive. And But I, the counter I've heard is, like, you know what? You see a lot of old people that smoke. You know what you don't see? A lot of fat old people. But Aretha Franklin shatters that mold by being <laughs> 500 pounds and 92 years old. <laughs> she was like an old bag when doo-wop started. Yeah, she, she's holding on. With a death grip. Uh, she's like, I'm seeing the Infinity Wars movies! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, then we have our politician. Jimmy Carter. Colin Powell! It's not bad. Is he that old? I guess he probably like, is like 70. Or is he 80? Yeah. And finally, your wild card. I'm going with Alex Jones. For a second there, I thought, because I'm doing Alec Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm predicting Alec Baldwin, like, the Me Too movement finally comes for Alec Baldwin, Um, and he dies shortly after. Wow. So you're, like, almost hoping, like, he kills himself to get out of... I'm not necessarily hoping it, but it it feels like there's no way he's not getting, going to get eaten alive at some point by the Me Too movement. He, like, his lady killer years were, like, 80s, 90s, and even though he's a liberal, he's always kind of been, like, that dude's dude. Uh-huh. kind of type like a machismo to him so i could definitely see him have just spent the 80s and 90s just sleezing around fucking whoever and like i'm gonna burn your house down if you say anything <laughs> and yeah. who'd you put alex jones the guy from all the uh, uh the info wars yeah it's not bad uh, I, I mean he's fat right fat stressed out a lot yeah. screaming a lot i've heard it's a character that he plays isn't that just something he claimed when people said he was, like, beating his kids or something? He's like, no, that's just a care Or that someone, like, his ex-wife tried it's to, like... It's actually, like, the Double Toasted guy said that they used to work in the same studio that he did a while. And they were like, he's not that kind of guy off oh, really? at all. Hmm. So, I mean, who knows if that's... He may have gone fully into that character at this point. Who knows anymore? I've never actually seen him on InfoWars. I've seen clips of him. He's yeah. pretty over the top. Like, he's screaming about frogs making us gay and things like that. It's it's a lot of insanity. You know, when you think about it, though, it's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, now that the pieces are there, I think you just become a flat earther, too. You're just like, you know, I haven't seen the curvature of the earth. Oh, is he a flat earther? No, no. but it's along that same <clears throat> line span of just, like, insanity, almost. I saw him in that documentary, The Grey Wars, and he seemed pretty even keeled for what they showed him in. Yeah, you won't find that in... Like real life. I mean, he's a pretty over the top guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or Gray State, I think it was called. Was that what it's? Yeah, that was that super depressing one. No. <laughs> Where it just ends with like the guy's dog somehow makes it out of that suicide murder house, and everyone's like, it's a happy ending. Like, not for his five year old daughter and wife. No. Yeah, it's. Hmm. That's a rough one. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a quick, like, Alex Jones. Well, ah, Frog's gay. That's. <laughs> easily a good one but i have heard the commercials where he like sells a bunch of supplements doesn't he yeah but like you look like shit what are you like who's gonna buy supplements from you
They get the troops special vaccines that are really nanotechnology. <laughs> it was a tell them Steve Dave story too, yeah, wasn't it? The, the poof bomb. Yeah. Uh, I just love the idea of like a really manly construction worker like loading the bomb on the plane, like do 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 do, drops it, like oh no, hooray! <laughs> Let's hear it for the boss, dude, dude, dude. Make you understand. Very okay. over the top kind of guy. Okay. And starts screaming and slapping his table. For these shit. useless papers on his desk that <laughs> probably are. I mean, it's an internet show, so you can cut it at any time. So it's no, there's no need for like that many papers on your desk. <laughs> You're not like the nightly news where it's like, oh shit, we're coming back from commercial. Oh god, get the papers back on there. Papers that all have to be blank or just like they're just like manifestos or like oh it's like, I would just put Simpson memes on it so I could like flip to him and be like tee <laughs> steamed hams memes brother <laughs> steamed hams so there we go those are our death pools we'll I'm sure keep this year we both wrote them down at least on our phones yeah. that could peter out on us at any well, moment this, this one just has mine okay and I put mine on my phone preciously kept somewhere you know unless i sell it back to verizon for 40 cents or whatever <laughs> yeah at this point i don't even know if i'm getting anything for this phone so i might as well keep it that like sad day of like going into the sprint store being like so i heard you had a pretty sweet deal They're like not five phone five s's we don't I'm like <laughs> all right well goodbye i don't even know how to appraise this we're gonna have to get old man jebediah out of the back <laughs> like oh this is a this is a classic oh my Vintage, a retro. Do you have a SNES to go along with this? Perhaps a Atari 2600? We'll give you Shut a... Shut up. For this, we'll give you a VCR with a phone antenna. Ooh, if you combine this with a ColecoVision, then perhaps <laughs> you'll be able to be the hot stuff of the 1995 Christmas. Let me see your snake score. I'm like, you get out of here. My snake score is <laughs> adequate. I don't play it very much. Uh, Alright, so the other thing we need to do is we need to discuss the song. Uh no, I think that's just like an old Looney Tunes like Hollywood thing. Oh, okay. And all the heights will hit on with the show. This is it. What's the is the official Oscar one that Jurassic Park thing when people win? No, that's just the Jurassic Park theme. But they used it a couple times in the Oscars for people winning stuff, which was weird. Before they started redoing Jurassic Park movies, like maybe 10 years ago. Uh, let's see. If I go over Jurassic to... Park theme Oscars. Well, I was just going to type Oscars theme. That seems like the smart idea, right? Oscars theme music. Sound like a good shot. Oh yeah, but they don't play that every time someone wins. That's just kind of like the intro and like coming back from commercials. How fucked up would it be if like a black person wins and they just urban it out to like? They get DMX on the side like whoa, 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 whoa. That's all he's just got. He's so far gone. All he can do is wolf now. He actually believes he's a dog. Oscar's gonna give it to you. Go give it to you. Oh. Guess who's not going to give it to you? Casey Affleck. Boom. <laughs> uh, all right. So 
We but I'm going to keep it down because I don't want to get outed because yeah. like, if the Me Too movement ever started going after rappers, they'd ruin the business. Yeah, There's not a tremendous amount in the music industry right now. There's I think it's couple. always just been more assumed in the music business. Well, I mean, that was like that was the big thing with Kesha recently is that like she finally got away from that guy. But that was a producer. Artists in the music business. Yeah, but I mean, Harvey Weinstein, the start of everything, was a producer too. Yeah, but I, I feel like musicians... Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like, where is this going? I don't know, but I... I You're like, musicians deserve it. It Fuck almost them. It almost seems like the public's like, please don't start going after musicians, because that'll just, uh, Like, I don't want to find out Billy Joel's a fucking sex pervert. <laughs> I mean, you could say that about any industry, though. <laughs> like, when you say, like, a level, you're just like, no. None of my superhero actors can be outed, but God damn it. Well, I don't know why other reason there wouldn't be musicians, because I, I would assume there'd be a ton. Uh, I heard there was a couple, but just haven't been very many. I don't know. It's it's odd. Maybe the music industry doesn't self-police itself the same way that actors and actresses are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, anyways, so we're doing an Oscar pool for this year. and the These aren't the picks, again. right? These aren't the picks. Okay. <laughs> I've seen three movies, so it's going to be have to be like, all right, I'm going Darkest Hour for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so the goal of it is... We try to see as many pictures nominated for either Best Picture or have the nominee for Best Leading Actor or Actress in it. Mm. So, here are the movies that... Male actor, see. female actor, brother. Do they not want actress? No. Why would you... You got a preface? Like, they're not all actors? You pig. Oh, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm just adding a suffix that did not... Christopher <laughs> Weinstein over here. You know, if you see a lady police officer, you don't call her an officer S, do you? Or a doctor S? I call her a police chick. <laughs> I, call her, I call her toots with a badge. <laughs> I call her, hey, can Get over here and help me. <laughs> Sergeant Sweet Tits. Uh, no, so here are the nominees for Best Picture. And this mostly covers, I think, a lot of the stuff we're going to be doing in Best uh, Leading Actors. So it's Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour. Does the mic pick that up? That I mean, it's gonna pick up something. Okay. It's also gonna pick up mom like trundling. <laughs> Gigantor. <through the> <laughs> it's gonna pick up mom trundling through the house. What's like the rock house. monster from Never Ending Story? Oh, uh, Ludo. <laughs> yeah. Ludo. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Mom riding her like rock tricycle around the living room. <laughs> oh God, she's the worst Never Ending Story <laughs> one too. Uh, so come by your name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk. Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Um, let's see here. Under Best Actor, I think most of those people are actually on there already. I, the only added addition uh, for that is, yeah, it's just Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. It's one of the ones I'm not particularly looking forward to. And then Best Actress just adds I, Tonya for Margot Robbie. Okay. So it's a full 11 films, I think. Mm -hmm. And you can only pick the winner. You had to have seen the winner. Like mm -hmm. you, <clears throat> I can't just go like, Meryl Streep, <laughs> based on a movie I haven't seen and have no intention of seeing. <laughs> well, I gotta see the post. The post. No, I will. But it, like that would be like the, you know, like the big reveal last year when we found out you had seen a whopping two movies. And I think it was <laughs> well, I surpassed that total. Was it La La Land and Moonrise? Uh, I don't have seen the arrival. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about the arrival. Can't forget about that. My classic trio. I'm like, these will win everything. 
What'd you see, Mikey? Oh, I saw All three of those plus some? Fuck. Did you see I, Manchester by the yeah, Sea? Yeah, I also saw Manchester by the Sea. That's what I was about to say. Because I remember, I was like, there's also a super depressing one, the Manchester one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's what we're going to be doing. So, Oscars are, I think, the start of March. March 4th. So, okay. we've still got a couple weeks before that happens. Oh, oh shit. It is just a couple weeks. All right. I gotta, I've seen three. So, i got to pick it up. I think I'm actually a little ahead of you then. And one of the ones I saw is like, there's no way this is winning anything. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I've been trying to see them with Terry, and Terry was like, Let's go see the Girl Showman! I was like, Not nominated for anything, but fine. Hey, Mikey, you want to do Golden Globes nomination picks? <laughs> yeah, well, for an award show that's already happened? I'm like, I am a little interested to see the Disaster Artist at some point. And he did not get nominated for. After the Oscar thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? At some point, I, I gotta sit down and do Phantom Thread. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Good luck. I've locked into because I work in a movie theater right now, because I think that's actually new. Just say you're in the, the business. Audience. That's what they. I'm, you know what? I actually might turn that on in a moment. I, I need to show you the training video for that. It's so degrading. Oh, you found it online. Well, that's they, the link they send you is to an online oh, really? thing for it. Uh, and yeah, the way it is, they they really play that up. But yeah, I'm, I'm in the business, as they call it, <laughs> the and, movie biz. Uh, I've walked in on. Phantom Thread like three or four times just do theater checks and it is just ungodly boring. Dry. It is yeah. mind numbing. Like, like, I watched the whole trailer for it too during another movie. I was like, I'm astonished that people are like excited for this. I fall asleep reading the Wikipedia description. <laughs> yeah, I really, I keep every time I ask somebody about And this movie, is supposedly Daniel Day-Lewis's final film. Yeah, and I keep pulling out hope. I'm like, the Phantom must relate to some kind of ghost yeah. or like a visage of revenge's past or something to like no it's really about the fandom of love in what fucking 20th century in like 18th century England or France or wherever it takes in the, place what, in like the cloth manufacturing business I think is what it is I just heard it was an historical piece and I was like oh cool is he playing like a really tall Napoleon or something <laughs> certainly not <laughs> no is he doing his own Winston Churchill? <laughs> like a thin Winston Churchill? That'd be great. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Not that one, but the Oscar. <laughs> okay. Like, not. almost everything else but that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I don't, the super gay one with our Hammer, I'm not sure. Army Hammer, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm gonna love, but. And, of course, Lady Bird as well. Can't forget that. I like that actress. Sarice Roman? Something super Irish, whatever it is. Sarice Roman. Yeah, I mean, I like, from, I like Brooklyn a lot. Yeah, Brooklyn. And she was in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, too. Uh, yeah, we'll check that out then. And Because uh, we'll Brooklyn was that one that snuck up on you. I was like, eh, I'm not sure if this is, it sounds like a chick flick. And it's like, I don't think I cried during it, but there's a few scenes in Brooklyn where it's like, Jesus Christ. When the sister dies, come on. Christopher's giving me this, like, oh, Mikey's the biggest gay guy I've ever met. You're an enormous queen. That I met George Michaels banging Elton John in a men's room one time. <laughs> Just you're like, I almost cried during Brooklyn. Like, hold on. Let me go back in time for a moment to that podcast to see if that had come up at all. Just you like, Brooklyn nearly brought me to, like, oh, God damn it. I'm like, oh, mom said something. What were you going to say, Mikey? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Although, I cannot be the one, like, the brave person trying to act like movies have made me cry, because I lost As you just shit. did. I lost my shit during Coco. Okay, I haven't seen Coco. It's heartbreaking. 
in like a good way, but just a tragic way. That'll be a, a solo red box oh, watch yeah, by certainly. myself. Definitely not a date thing, just in case. It, 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 part of it too, I feel. Like I was so happy I watched Toy Story three by myself. <laughs> Coco, I think, hit a different nerve for me because obviously it doesn't have the same weight of like a Toy Story three, where it's like I've seen these guys through mm-hmm. three movies. But my life, like basically, like started as like a child and now an adult, and I'm watching it. I was a child when Toy Story came out. You were a goddamn I I was, adult. No, I was a goddamn teenager. No, but when the first like Toy Stories came out, I think like the first one I was like 13 or 12. Still a kid. Okay. You can't fuck 13 year olds. Roman Polanski <laughs> over here, like that's an adult who's aching for a quaking, <laughs> who's working for a porkin. <laughs> working and pork don't even rhyme. <laughs> working for a porkin. I think that's pretty good. Work and pork don't rhyme. Work and work and pork do. Yeah. When you twist, you twist work like that. Working, make working for a pork. In. <laughs> oh, because that's the complaint about yes. this character. <laughs> that is my his my grammar. Thing. I'm like, hey, Robert Polanski, you need to change up your rhyming. Scheme. Uh, pedophile Mikey, that's your one thing. Like, I don't like his pronunciation. It's kind of I don't all over like the his place. Rhyming scheme. His cadence is just off. The the, the poetry is just not there. <laughs> We'll write that down as a possible title for the episode, Working for a Porking. <laughs> Working for a Porking. For a porking. <laughs> it's like, what is it? It's Sorry. my Philly accent. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone says, it's working for a porking over here. Um, yeah, where were we on that? I don't even know where we were. Uh, we were talking about Brooklyn, Toy Story, Coco. Coco. Oh, yeah. Coco made me settle, uh, cry a lot. But I think part of it's also... A lot. In the theater? Because there's a couple parts where you're going to In the theater you work at? I didn't work at that. Okay. Uh, That'd be great to interview. Like, you look familiar. Oh, my God. Were you that that 30-year-old that was losing your shit at Coco by yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. But there's a couple parts that, like, get you start, like, working up to it. And then there's finally, like, one big crescendo of it that's just... It hits a little bit harder, too, because there's a small connection I made to Mom during it. I'll see if you make the same thing at all, but okay. it's it's a heartbreaking movie, but it's a great one. I, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I don't think it's as good as Inside Out as a movie overall, but mm-hmm. I think I liked it. Okay. I was astonished at how much I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, so what do, we, what do we want to go to now? Oh, what are the consequences of the Oscar one? Oh, right, right, right. So the loser of the the Oscar bet has to, and I think we've agreed on this now at this point. The loser has to see the nominees for worst movie at the Razzies. Okay. So let me pull those up. Because I think what we actually... Watch me have seen like nine... Oh, I did see Justice League, so that should get me out of one. I don't think that one was on there. Really? As much critic? The new Star Wars movie should be on there. (laughs) Certainly not. Uh, Let's see. Oh, here we go. Razzie Award nominations. (laughs) Yoga Hoser? Is that that too old? (laughs) That's a couple years old at this point. So there's nine nominees in that. I think nine's a little much. So yeah. it might have to be like maybe the winner has to pick three movies of this you have to watch. Or just answer out. truthfully what would be the three worst you wouldn't want to see. Okay, actually, hold on. There's only five nominees for worst picture. Oh, okay. Which is Baywatch, The Emoji Movie, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, and Transformers: The Last Night. Is Fifty Shades Darker the one that just came out? No, Fifty Shades Free just came. Oh, out. so those, that came out that recently? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw, like, I've already seen, like, half of Baywatch. I mean, it's not great, but it, there's a lot of eye candy, at least. But what if, instead of Baywatch, you have to watch Chips? 
So, well, both of us, Emoji has to make it on there. The Emoji movie has to you be. You have to watch Emoji movie, uh, Chips, and Transformers last night. Ugh. Just have your opinion of Anthony Hopkins shattered. But then I gotta watch the one before that, or else I'll be <laughs> we'll lost. I had to catch it, I had to marathon the Transformers. It's movies. not like it's been the exact same goddamn plot every movie. I mean, I haven't seen it since Mark Wahlberg got in, so... I haven't either. But I, I'm sure it didn't... I mean, it's still Michael Bay. I'm sure he didn't drastically alter it that much. No, probably not. It's still probably, like, a white dude who hangs out with a lot of military guys. And we thought the Decepticons were gone. But they're back. Again. Well, they kept changing it. Because I know in, like, one story, it was that... Like, in the first one, it was like they came to Earth because the Allspark was here. Yeah. And then, like, later ones, like, no, they've been around since dinosaur times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit like that and the new ones like they've been around since King Arthur times yeah like mythological times shit like that yeah I'm not looking forward to that so, so that's that's the punishment Chips the Emoji movie and Transformers how are we gonna who, let, let's just say for example we've all we've both seen like everything that's up and we both want to pick whatever uh, Dunkirk for best picture what I mean I figure we could do a revolving thing where one of us picks first Ooh, what we could do although there's an odd amount of movies we'd have to find somebody who's seen it but it'd be cool if we got someone in to do trivia and trivia quiz us on the movies ooh although that may favor you because there's a lot of historical pieces that we're watching excellent oh god I hope it's all just like questions about Army Hammer's cock but who doesn't <laughs> Terry'd be terrible at it well I mean, I think you're belittling her sister a little bit. There's, she's seen at least. The you're right. She could just Google it and find a trivia, a good trivia one. Well, she's also seen a couple of the movies at this point too. All right, Hugh Jackman plays what famous <laughs> circus performer? Bottom, second, Mikey. That's not nominated. It it's not. Matter. Tammy made the rules. You made her quizmaster. She has the hat. She's doing like what song? Led by the bearded lady. I'm like, this is me. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans on this entire thing. Enjoy chips, Mikey. So I just drop a DVD covered in semen on your lap. Boom. In the second scene of Milo and Otis, it's supposed to be about current movies. <laughs> she just makes small movie trivia. She's like, it's pitch black. And I'm like, oh, this is just a Terry movie trivia contest? Are you just doing the trivia crack one? Yeah. Light of Donuts. <laughs> what character? Well... What was that stupid, like, French vampire one oh, in the, the cemetery? Gra- gravekeeper or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, did it turn out they were actually trapped in a snow globe? God damn it. Stop making me relive this shitty movie. In everyone's favorite movie, Welcome to the Dollhouse. <laughs> She's like, Inspector, what was happening? What channel are you all confined at? What fell in my ass? Probably it was something mediocre. Yeah. What was what was the the maybe chips? <laughs> what, what was the one with uh, fucking the the fat kid from Superbad and uh, Miles Teller and they were like war uh, dogs of war or something? Yeah, I think yeah. it was dogs of war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that a funny line? There was a thought in it. It was a pretty good one. I it's, I think I covered up your squeals for help. And all of a sudden I was like, Yo, where does Oreo churros at? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Knowing full well movies for your prices, too. Those must have been like $7 Oreo churros. I know. Terry, you just left the frosting behind? 
I'll go save it. Uh, Alright, so there we go. That's our... Wouldn't that be great if, like, passerby had just held, picked up the Oreo churros and the frosting? <laughs> we'll take these. <laughs> <laughs> I twisted my ankle! I'll take these for you, then. Churros are bad for a bad ankle. They know Everyone knows that. Yeah. I'll leave these for you. The lantic acids and such. <laughs> I don't know. No. Alright, so that's our Oscar picks, then. In the bag. And well, the, not our picks. <laughs> well, not our Oscar picks. The, the, the Oscar bet. The yeah. Oscar bet. In the bag. And we'll uh, try and get that show out sometime. Maybe not Oscar nights? Because that's your D&D nights from now on, right? Sunday, yeah. Maybe we'll record it before we do D&D. And then we record like an addendum that gets added on afterwards. That actually has the results. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's an addendum, if, if it's the whole point. Well, no, because you want to get like, because that, because we also talk about the movies before we do. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that's how we'll probably do it. All right. What 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 do you what do I want to go to now? Uh, God. We still have the bowl of topics too. Don't forget that. The bowl of topics. Yeah. Let me just go scroll through my list real quick. Uh. Oh, I didn't do enough prepping for that. Okay. Would you rather, and I got this from a radio show, would you rather have to forever give up the knife, fork, or spoon? Spoon. Okay. Spoon, you'd So your soup days are over. Fork, you can still get a little out of. <laughs> and your ice cream, you better get You better get it done soon. Oh, fork works great for, spoon, for ice cream. Fork's fine for that. Okay, you don't let your ice cream out at all, I guess. Well, if it's melted that much, you can just drink it. Mm-hmm. It's just logic now. Mm-hmm. Now, what does the spork fall into? Uh, if you give up the fork or the spoon, you can't use the spork. Mm. So if you give up the knife and you still want to use the spork, you can't. Well, what the fuck's the point of that? Like, <laughs> the spork's going to help me cut through steak? The knife's impossible. The knife is 100% unique. I'd love to give up the knife, but <laughs> but I can't because it's the... You know, you don't eat with a knife, but... Yeah, but you need to actually... like Otherwise, you're a monster at like a table who's just like... I'm gonna have some of the steak. I'll just carry, like, pick it up with a fork. And just yeah, like, why do you out. still order chicken parmesan on first dates? <laughs> Knowing you can't use you a knife. You know what happens. You, just always pasta you should be going. Always pasta. Like, here you just are. hold the plate up like it's like you're drinking like the last bit of soup. <laughs> That's how you eat chicken parmesan. I'll be with you in a minute. No, no, no. I, just, like, I always bring hoagie rolls with me and I just roll it up into a hoagie roll and eat it from there. You know what, sweetheart? All you need to do is talk for like the next two minutes and then after that, I'm free to talk the whole rest of the night. <laughs> I've kind of finished what I have to do. My task. You know the Heimlich, right? That was kind of a, a specific thing, though. It's my profile. Speaking of, uh, not to carry us off into a tangent real quick, mm -hmm. but do we need to discuss Mom and her meatball boorishness? It's pretty uh, puzzling. So, to give context to everybody, our mom came home one day, to, like, showed me, and she had bought what looked to be, it was a small grocery bag, but inside was a bag of, like... Uh, frozen meatballs? Well, it was frozen meatballs, and then there was, like, hoagie rolls. I think it was, like, probably, like, six to a pack or something like that. And I didn't look in the whole bag. I saw those two things specifically, and she, like, pulled them out to be like, we're gonna have these! And I was like, sure, whatever. And I, like, went down to the basement. You came down later and said all the hoagie rolls were gone. There were two left out of there six. Two. So there were two gone. Had you had any to that point? No. So 
I assume they were yours. That's why I asked before I used them. I had not. I had not bought any. So out of that package of six, our mother ate four of them of meatball subs with nothing on them because there was no sauce. You saw one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I watched her carry one out of the You kitchen. caught her, right? And like, I, it wasn't like... <laughs> she that's, wasn't... That, that's right. That's exactly how it went. Yeah. I was I was walking... Like, first she had shown me, like, I got these! And then I was walking down into the basement, and she was carrying a plate out of the kitchen, and it had a meatball sub on it, and I looked at it, and there was no sauce on it, no cheese on it, nothing. It was just meatballs and bread, and I was like, that just looks wrong. I could do ketchup if I had to, and it'd probably be okay, but dry is kind of surprising. And she ate four of them. I n- <laughs> in a day. It m- must have been a day. It was the span of 24 hours, went through presumably the entire bag of meatballs in the process. Yeah, it's well, I mean, she definitely went through those hoagie rolls. It's not like I saw, like, a full pack of hoagie rolls on Tuesday and Wednesday saw two. One day I just saw two lone hoagie rolls in a bag. Yeah, no, the, she, she certainly ate through those in a day. Dry. Dry's the, dry's the crazy part. I couldn't do it dry. Like, I would at least, like... No, it sounds like some, like the hot Nathan's hot dog eating contest you do or something. It's like, this is about the amount of meatball, meatball subs you have to eat to set the record. Like, well, I have no time for sauce. That's going to slow me down. Yeah, that's going to be too... That's, that's too filler, bad. yeah. I'm like, oh, Like, just the idea of, like, a meatball plain with no sauce at all is almost alien to my mind. Like, I'm just like, how is that even... It's like you missed... That's like having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, I just forgot the jelly. Like, no, what are you doing? You, and just, you start over. That. Throw that away. Begin again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use the term cool in, like, a, a dark humor sense, but wouldn't it be kind of cool if it turns out Mom is, like, training for, like, eating contests? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it gets her out of the house. She gets to yeah. meet new people. Yeah, it'd be great for her. She'll probably die sooner. <laughs> and it, was un- it was kind of unstated, but yeah. yeah we'll edit that out. Yeah. 100%. No, I mean, we're keeping it in. We're trying to hold ourselves in the holy light now. Me during the eulogy, like, and everyone knows I love my mom and supported her at her various deep dish pizza eating contests. <laughs> like, 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 that fat cow, she all six. Well, I hope you gave us five stars, at least, Uncle Tom. <laughs> Did you give us an iTunes review? No, I stole it off YouTube. Well, we don't even get a viewing off it. You fuck. Um... Yeah, that's weird. I it, I don't even know if I'd enjoy a meatball sub that much. I mean, if, like, the meatballs were, like, some kind of designer, like, this is, like, beef angus or something, but oh, I'm sure like, it was yeah, just it's bullshit like, frozen meatballs. Yeah, it's the, like, oh, it's, like, buffalo mixed with elk or something like yeah. that or something along those lines. Yeah. All right. If you have to forever give up, this is one I've been throwing at people. Oh, actually, <laughs> real quick, what would you pick of the three? I went with Spoon eventually, too. It was tough. I wanted to go knife, and it, it was, like, every scenario that's just going to... You know, my own personal eating habits will be fine, but anytime I go somewhere where there's, like, a prearranged meal, that's all anyone's going to talk about is me, like, ripping apart this, like, piece of roast beef with my fingers. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Spoon's the one you definitely lose out the least. As I'm trying covers... to talk about the most, like, sophisticated thing possible, like, I don't know, since the European Union, I don't know why we even have the, the EU anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Or NATO. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know why we need NATO. Um, Alright, you have to forever give up pork, chicken, or beef. Pork includes bacon as well. I think we did this before at one point. Did we do it on the podcast, though? Uh, I'm not sure. Pork would be the answer. Bacon's so, ba- a t- you're losing bacon. Bacon's a tough loss, but 
I eat chicken so much that it would be like I don't even know what I'd do to fill that gap and there's nothing like I'll lose all the bacon in the world but I will never lose a good steak good steak or like a great burger every yeah. now and then like it's just that notion of just like you can't beat a good piece of like good beef I feel like like the health part of me would be like you know what I'm gonna give up beef and just lit and then commit suicide two months later when, <laughs> when a Hardee's opens up next door <laughs> you couldn't even make it a whole year <laughs> with with Hardy, I don't even make it like it wasn't even going to start immediately. It was supposed to start in a year, and I was like, forget it. <laughs> I'm just giving up now. <laughs> They're opening up a Hardy's down the block. <laughs> it's going in where that crazy person's house was. I went pork bacon's insanely tough because turkey sausage is okay. Turkey, oh, is turkey in there? No, no, this was pork, chicken, or beef. But yeah, turkey, everyone would pick turkey. Like, yeah, turkey's gone. Fuck thanks. But like, turkey sausage is okay. I can give a, a get instead of, but turkey bacon just sucks dog dick. Losing bacon's tough, but it's that level of just... Like, I was having this argument with myself earlier when I was like, I, you know, I never had duck or rabbit before, and I really should try them. I've heard they're both really good. And then I sat there, I was like, it's never going to happen, though. Because the only situations where duck and rabbit is an option is almost certainly also the same option where there's a steak as an option. And why would I ever go with duck or rabbit when it's like, yeah. oh, there's a good steak as an option? I've had some duck. It's okay. I don't. I think chicken's better, more versatile. But yeah, like rabbit would. It would have to be like a dinner party where the, I have no other options. Yeah, and that's like if I'm at a restaurant, I'm never gonna order because lamb. Just like, another if, one. If I'm gonna splurge, it's like why not just get a fucking steak though? Yeah, lamb's another one I I have never tried. I tried deer venison for the first time. Like venison, venison, not bad. venison jerky. I was like, this is really good. Have I always been? Have I been sleeping on deer? Do I need to get out there and start murdering do I, here? Do I need to start eating our state animal? <laughs> hey, we hunt them because there's plentiful amounts of them. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> there, there are quite a few if you drive around here. Like, even though we're in the capital of Pennsylvania, if you drive like half a mile outside the city, there's a very good chance a deer is going to run right in front of your car. I saw a deer on North 36th Street, which is like two streets away from us. And you talk to people that don't have deer in their area, and they're like, oh, that sucks. If you hit a deer, it probably, like, dings up your car. Like, no, it could kill you. Yeah, you could die. They and the deer you. will just walk away. Like, the, <laughs> the deer's not They'll that... will bounce off me. Yeah. While you might be, like, impaled on your steering yeah. wheel. Yeah, with the set of steak knives they have hanging off their heads. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, can you pull up a quiz on fandom called Which Liam Neeson Are You? Yeah. I'll just type fandom with Liam Neeson and it should pop up. Okay. This is. Oh. Ooh, it's loading strangely for me. Why is it. Is that a battleship Liam Neeson at the front? No, it looks like maybe Taken. Or that, actually, it looks he looks pretty young in that. No, he's I'm, not. I mean, he's always he's always to get closer. If you think that's young, Lee he's Lee. always had that facial structure. It's all, no, look at these wrinkles. He always looks like he's a fourth uh, caveman. All right, so I guess we have to just hit let's go. Okay, here we go. So, how do I feel about taking transportation? Public transportation. Whatever, it's cheap and easy to use. <laughs> if you were in a boy band, which one would you be? Well, the an the, the answer why am I in a boy band's in there, but that's the gay answer to take yeah. out. 
I'm the good guy. The brooding one, the good guy. So I'm, you're I'm picking the, the good guy. guy. <laughs> what would you do if you found a stranded, a stray puppy? Um, find the asshole left a puppy alone and kick her ass. Then I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> I'd look after her until the owner came forward. Like a giant homo. You're wrongfully committed of a crime you didn't commit and sent to prison. What do you do? Convicted of a crime you didn't yeah. commit. Wrongfully convicted. Um, try to pass yourself off as your twin brother, Shmeem. Shmeem? What does that even mean? <laughs> what what Liam Neeson movie was that from? <laughs> Am I still trying to convince people that I'm not, like, I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm Shmeem Neeson. You can't take me to prison. It was obviously Liam Neeson. Or you say, or you, when you kill them, you say, I'm Shmeem Neeson. <laughs> In front of witnesses, I guess. I'd say fight the system as hard as I can. I don't even know what pass myself off my twin brother Shmeem is. Like, I wear, like, the old, like, Marco Groucho Mark glasses. I'm just like, you can't send me to prison. I'm my twin brother Shmeem. And once again, I don't know what Liam Neeson movie that is. I've never heard of it. Oh, it was a B-plot on Schindler's List. Uh, if you were a teacher, what subject would you teach? Uh, teacher, please, I'd be the principal. Physical, physical education, well, Mikey already knows that's not a... That's not even a teaching job to you. As you uh, said to Tommy not that long ago. Did I say that directly yes. to him? <laughs> well, I was on the podcast that I then kept in and said, Oh, okay. Title of the episode, Take That Tommy. Maybe I said the master's in gym teaching's a little wonky, but. I think his master's is in online teaching. I think he just works as a gym teacher right now. Oh. You monster, you don't even care about your family. Um. You won't even make it to that wedding if I don't remind you, so. Wait, there's a wedding? Oh my god. Uh, literature. I did teach literature if I had to. Uh, you witness a hit and run accident, what you do? Um, I'd say help the injured person. I do no CPR. That'll be good for your your no knife eating <laughs> frenzies. Yes, it will be. Well, no, because I have to. I've the Get sp- over here, you slab oh, of catfish! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Just unhinging my like an anaconda. <laughs> I did not eat it, Captain Mateo. <laughs> I saved that for the end. It's a good icebreaker. All right, round two. <laughs> Is my date still here? Uh, deep down, you believe that humans are doomed and fundamentally flawed, always trying to take advantage of others, sometimes misguided and worthy of redemption, fighters, or all company fo- or all complete phonies. I was going to say sometimes misguided but worthy of redemption. I'm an optimist. What's your superpower? I'm a master of disguise. No one knows that my twin brother Shmeem. <laughs> Is that in there again? No, it's just oh. I'm a master of disguise. Uh... I mean, what's your superpower, and three of these aren't superpowers. Four of these aren't superpowers. They have one superpower of reading minds. Everything else is like kicking ass, weapons. (laughs) I don't need superpowers. Or master of disguise, which I assume is practical disguise. Yeah, I mean, just a bag of costumes is not not a superpower. So I guess reading minds is the only superpower. It's not a superpower if I can hand you my superpower in a bag. Like, if it's just a bunch of costumes. Like, I open it up, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm dressing as Jay Leno to get out of this. (laughs) All right, fine. It's in the papers. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, both reading minds. The only one that's actually there. What's your go-to morning beverage? Anything I can quickly grab on the throw. Strong cup of... Oh, I'm not a morning person. There you go. That's the answer. <laughs> Morning's 1 p.m., right? Skadoosh. What's your skill set like? Uh, let's be real. It's probably not the skills you need. <laughs> let's be honest here. 
Uh, you get older and you're about to retire. What profession are you retiring from? Is that Liam Neeson with a ponytail? Yeah, must be like is. Rob Roy. Well, it might be also... Uh, it looks pretty young in that one. It is probably Rob Roy. Yeah, because I was going to say Silence wasn't he like in Japan in that one, but I think he had like short hair. Yeah. Uh, so, what profession are you retiring from? Probably acting, right? Yeah. It's the only one on that I could really see myself in. Sales if I haven't killed myself at that point. <laughs> and what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, improv, volunteering, watching TV, stalking exes. Oh. Right? Whoever would put that? Hmm. That'd have to be like a joke. Like, you've answered me, I'm already yeah. and you're like, oh, I like to stalk my exes. Improvisational comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Slapstick. Um. Eh, just hanging out. Pretty easy person. I don't want to keep doing just improv all the time. I'm Heart of Gold, Liam Neeson. One of the rarest Neesons to see in a while. If you're a giving and compassionate soul, is likely to help out those in concentration camps or an abandoned girl in the woods as, long as you already see your vice during child. So I'm Schindler's List, Liam Neeson. God damn it. Woohoo! I mean, that screenshot's definitely not from Schindler's List. but It's not, but he specifically <laughs> mentioned saving the Jews. So. <laughs> What'd you get? I didn't do it. Oh, okay. I just saw it and thought it was cool. Do you want to pause this and I'll do it real quick? Uh, Yeah, we can pause this. Ah, it turns out you just got the same goddamn thing as me. So yes, yeah. and if Christopher lies to you and tells you The Greatest Showman's a good movie, just punch him right in the. It's pocket. not bad. It's it's not a movie you watch for the the. Uh, to enjoy cinema. Well, it's not a story you watch for like the narrative of it as much because it's pretty simple. But it's it's nice spectacle, which mm-hmm. is kind of I guess the point of it. But he's actually P.T. Barnum. Yeah, he's supposed to be P.T. Barnum. Why wouldn't you just use a fictional version? Like, because today P.T. Barnum's got a lot of controversy around him. I don't know. I suppose this is something that Hugh Jackman wanted to do for a while, I thought I heard, so... You know what I... I which I can't believe they haven't done a movie, is like a um, Edison versus Tesla kind of movie. Which I think would be awesome. It would be. It's it's something that I think probably will come out at some point. And the whole movie, you think Edison's like the good guy and Tesla's kind of the loose cannon, but then you see like Edison electrocuting Floppy the elephant to show like how AC current worked or whatever that was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Flopsy, the elephant. Good like, guy. What an adorable name for an elephant, Flopsy. <laughs> Doodles, the elephant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, and I'm just going to shove 10,000 megahertz of electricity into its skull. Boom! Flopsy, stay still. <laughs> Flopsy, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Flopsy, keep it together. Cover your breasts. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's still like, I'm still shocked there hasn't been a Vince McMahon movie. I know they're trying to make it happen and have been trying to forever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has to wait till he dies before it happens, but God, that is... I mean, that's not going to help you because his family will sue you into oblivion if it's not flattering. I thought I heard that they had permission, like they had his blessing for a lot of it, but I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I'm like, Vince McMahon's not a good man, but he's fast. It's like, like yeah. watch a serial killer. Like, he's such a Or P.T. Barnum. Like, it's one of the... Well, a serial killer's a bit strong. I'd say but more I, like it's a... A, It's that level. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, in honor of him, but he's like... It's the person where you're just like... It's, you, like, the life of this guy. Like, mm-hmm. the stuff he went through and, like, the levels of obsession he has to things. Mm-hmm. Which is what brings us right back to the XFL. Yeah, it'd be like Founder where, like, the first 20 minutes, you're like, oh, this seems like a good guy. And then uh, when he, like, completely just shuts down every other territorial wrestling company by fucking them over. Yeah. Do I skip like the day after his stars. dad dies. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, at this point, I'd kind of hold it off to be like, 
well, the period on this movie can be the XFL taking a giant dump again. <laughs> Quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure we... Again. <laughs> yeah, you just had to make sure. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. But most importantly, we're going to be listening to fans. So we're going to ask... Don't bring back the XFL! <laughs> Not that one. Shut up, Philadelphia. If we imagine game of professional football would you for instance eliminate halftime would you have fewer commercial breaks would the game of football be faster I mean obviously you'll have fewer commercial breaks because yeah. you'll have less sponsors fan centric with all the things you like to see and less of the things you don't like black people kneeling fuck there was something I think they bring that up at some point I think he's already said there's not going to be any kneeling. Yeah, he's like, you, it'll be required. Or just stop airing the national anthem. Well, they don't. Like, uh, the national anthem only became something that happened once people started kneeling during it. They never, like, show the national anthem oh, okay. before the game. And, like, a random, like, you know, Giants versus Buccaneers game of the week or whatever. It was only ever during the Super Bowl and, like, huge games. Mm-hmm. I do like he's at least trying to be conservative. Like, eight teams. We could probably do that. No Jews. <laughs> That's a weird one to start with. Well, for how many were there to begin with? <laughs> how many prominent Jewish football players? <laughs> He doesn't know that. He can't promise that. This feels like too soon for him to be able to assure people. Oh, he's promising a lot. Very immediately. I mean, I don't. I couldn't care less about football, so I, I don't really have any skin in the game, but. I, I do hear a lot of people complaining that it's too many flags, too many delays in game. Is that would that be accurate? Yeah, I mean, it did feel. I mean, like the last twenty minutes of the Super Bowl took like two hours to play. But I assume I was like, well, that's the Super Bowl. They're obviously going to try and jam in as many potential commercial breaks as they can. They do. They try to shove in a lot of those. There's also a lot of just areas that are annoying and confusing for like fans. There's like a big argument about what does or doesn't quantify a catch at this point mm-hmm. like what are the particular rules people get annoyed at that or maybe I don't need to see 10 replays of replays in general take a long time like kickoffs have been like getting like more and more like banal there aren't there's they aren't like the big returns the same way there used to be but you know there's there's safety reasons for that it's mm-hmm. the most injured kind of play out there uh, no no I think there definitely is, I think, room to improve the game of football. And I think there's definitely the, the angle of going in for it with a fresh face. If you could make something completely different, it would be something interesting. Like, it's still a big, like, like sucky thing that right now there's no way to get, like, NFL games outside of the EA Madden franchise. So it'd be kind of nice if there was, like, one other successful franchise out there. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I, the XFL has such a, like... 
Why wouldn't he start smaller, like I'm bringing back uh, Blitz or something like the one of the games? So it's just one of those things where you're like, I mean, the last time this didn't go very well. What have you learned to recover from the last time? I guess he hasn't like tried to make it like grunge error, attitude error, professional football yet. But if he like adds in like, oh, we're gonna put cheerleaders and professional football. The version I heard was that he was trying to go for a more clean version because he doesn't want people with criminal records. No DUIs. Yeah. Johnny Manziel's out. Things like that. Doesn't want. and I, they were going to get rid of, like, the kneeling's not going to be an issue during the National Anthem. You're not going to see it, and it's not going to happen, period. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he's going for more like a, a clean-cut version of it. I don't know. the the Because the, this is all, once again, not as not a football fan, I'm just regurgitating things I've heard from football fans on why this could be a possibility. But I get someone was saying that since, like, college football actually has kind of like a Super Bowl now, that college bowls taking viewership away from are there more people tuning out from nfl more people just watching college i mean there's definitely people tuning out of nfl in general i think it definitely has lost a lot of traction oh those thursday games took a giant nosedive right yeah i think fox eventually bought them for like five million dollars or something like that that's nothing (laughs) 500 million maybe oh (laughs) i was like five million that's nothing something like that i think it was 500 million um and the idea is like there's there's a lot of football. There's a lot of injuries though. People aren't crazy about the way the game's going. Um, there's a lot of like discrepancy in good teams still, and it's it's tough because it's it's a you know it's one of the fairest football or one of the fairest sports leagues that's out there because there's no ca- there's a cap on every team, so you can't just buy the best players or things like no. that. Um, rookie contracts are set to a, a minimum and things along those lines, but. Yeah, no, there's just a lot of discrepancy. One, in, like football is the only sport where like one injury can completely kill a team. Yeah, too, which is unfortunate. Um, so I think there's room to improve. The XFL didn't run concurrent with the NFL season, did it? No, because the goal was to run it during the off season. Yeah. of football. Well, people wanted football, but there wasn't any mm-hmm. out there. So like summer leagues. Yeah, I think I think it's supposed. To, I think it started in like April, around the time the draft started in the NFL, and then would go on from there. Yeah, and you know, football stadiums are empty. Although no NFL stadium is going to let them let the XFL use them, right? No, and a, no NFL stadium would be small enough for them to fill an XFL. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it, it seems like a, a, a fool's endeavor to do it again, but Vince is apparently like fully committed to it. He sold most of his stock in WWE at this point. I think maybe all of it, actually. So that he could create something called like Alpha Entertainment, which is going to be, I think, the company that produces this. And that's his big goal from now on. So who knows? This is his last thing at this point. Yeah. And that's why I think a Vince McMahon's story is so like interesting because it's like it's a guy who's achieved like it, like you can't even try to state otherwise. He had changed the way wrestling functioned. He created into an empire, and he still was just like, but no one respects me. I want to be a football guy. I want to be like this. I want to be more than a wrestling guy. He always seemed to hate that he was just the wrestling guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, because he's kind of kind of gotten lumped into like that P.T. Barnum type as like a showman. Yeah. And wrestling's not like a legitimate sport, really. So, professional wrestling. Like, that's that's the thing he always seems to get excited about when he can get some like, mainstream crossover. When he's like, oh, Ronda Rousey's going to be in the WWE now and things like that. Um... I guess the uh, there'd be two camps: the ones that fall into 
this could be really imaginative and he could really like recreate i mean if you can get if you can create some kind of legitimate competition to the NFL, basically if he can make a wcw that competes against the big dog and does something he'd be considered a genius across several platforms and not just wrestling fans or it's a crazy person that's it's a crazy 80 year old man that's doing the exact same thing he already failed at 15 years ago yeah, I'll be curious to see when more names start like, getting picked up for people who are with this. Because I think Dick Ebersol was the guy who was teamed up with it before. It's the guy from like Sunday Night Football and things and like that. And based on that super weird end to the 30 for 30 documentary. Yeah, presumably is too. But that's another person. But he's know, been out of the game for a while too. guy yeah. who's joining with this. If like you start seeing like real names start getting connected with it, then maybe it's something to kind of get interested by. Like Dick Ebersol's like, here's what's going to happen. It's going to come on right after Frasia. It's going to be a giant ratings boost. <laughs> Everyone's sad John Mahoney's gone. But they'll be okay, because the XFL's back. No, he doesn't know John Mahoney's gone. He's still calling John Mahoney's phone. <laughs> He's like, John, I got great news for you. Spray's just season 23. We're going to be airing XFL after it. <laughs> he doesn't know Frazier's off the air. We're gonna get, he still thinks Friends is on. We're going to have that monkey from Friends come on, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a crossover. He's going to ride dog, Eddie the dog. The dog and the monkey are going to get their own spinoff. Hello? Hello? Oh, John will call me back later. He's a real kid. I know. I know you just sit like he thinks it's like a landline phone. I know you just sitting there listening to this in your living room. But oh, you're probably laughing, <laughs> thinking that you really got one over on old Dick. <laughs> oh, talk to you later, John. Say hi to your wife for me. <laughs> it's like the answer machine in a landfill. <laughs> yeah, that for some reason still gets calls. <laughs> um. <laughs> Would you say you'd fall into the second camp that this is... No, I, I think if I had to make a prediction on what's going to happen, I think it's going to go the exact same way the first one did, mm -hmm. where this thing has some interesting ideas. There's definitely going to be some new innovations for it. It's going to end up failing, though, and the NFL is just going to basically take all those cool, like those good innovations and just incorporate them into the game. What did they say was like one of the big problems is that they, what, like the most boring game ended up being like their first game televised or something? Well, the the way the game started off was because it was like a... And then they had a great game, but they had to cut it off for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, they had a great game that got like cut off for Saturday Night Live, or got kept getting pressured for Saturday Night Live. Like, get off the air! Get off the air! Uh, I think one of the big problems the XFL originally had was that it was way too stupid and violent. It was really like counterculture kind of WWE attitude era stuff. Where they, they, it was they, the thing you couldn't take a knee on the, the punt or something? You couldn't fair catch. And well, no, because there was the way kickoff worked was both teams would send one player running straight towards a ball. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, and Their fastest got, guy. And a guy got injured on the first play of the game because they just collided and he got fucking hurt. And then they do things like, let's head into the the, the cheerleader's locker room. Mm -hmm. like, it was like WWE Attitude Era backstage skit sort of shit. So if, the, if this game isn't having that, I mean, that's probably good in terms of perception, but it's also like, is it just going to be boring then? Like, yeah. I mean, you hate that stuff. We're just going to watch them, like, second-string guys that aren't in the NFL. Yeah, or... like, there's a reason I don't watch college football. It's because most of the players suck. I mean, like, I assume Tebow's going to be one of his big hopeful signs, right? That would that would have to be probably the most optimistic. Like, Tim Tebow, and that actually would be a blessing in disguise for him because Tebow does bring in a lot of people, mm -hmm. and people would want to see a guy like that play. And he'd probably be good in that, and, like, XFL. Like, you could create a world where the XFL could be a place where those 
college players who are exciting get to excel, but you know a lot of those guys don't like work out in the NFL for whatever reason, like Vince Young, mm-hmm. you know Reggie Bush, guys like that who are like okay but never great. I don't know. I it could work out monumentally well, but I imagine it's probably going to be another like quick quiet uh, stinker. Yeah, if and that'll be the last thing he does before he falls over and dies. Oh, I, I guarantee it's the last thing he does. If 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 it fails, he's probably dead within that year. Because I don't, I think he's really throwing everything in on this. All right, do you want to do a quick like thing for the bowl or yeah, sure. Off? All right, you could pick. I'm not picking the top one. Just in case it was like, so blow (laughs) Christopher. I'm like, it says you had to do what's on the card. Give all your money in your wallet to the person to your left. Your left or my left? It's going yours. (laughs) Here you go, Scotia. (laughs) When was the last time you cried? Hmm. Oh, I already did this, Coco. Like, cried, cried? Go with any level of crying. Um, Be a big, strong man, Mikey. I haven't, like, I haven't cried, cried in probably almost a decade. Whenever, like, one of those times after mom's stroke, probably just, like, like, in bed after, like, a hard day of, like, screaming at her to try and get her to say my name. (laughs) Those Um, good days. The good old days. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe, like, six years ago... I had a dream where, and I still have these dreams like once a year and they're always bummers, but six years ago where mom was fine again and was driving a car and she's like, I'm off to job interviews. Goodbye, everybody. And I woke up and then just to hear her like stubbing her toe and like, why? Go now, now. (laughs) And uh, I cried pretty hard at that. This is like Backstone apartment days, I think, when we were like sharing a bedroom still. Oh, yeah. So I was like my giant ass hanging out of my sheets. Yeah. So I look over the side. It's <laughs> like right into my crying face. <laughs> my, my ass cheeks hanging out of the bed. My other hand lodged deep into a bag of chemicals. While <laughs> sleeping and still eating them. Crunch, 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 crunch. And mom like yelling at the cat like it's a person to move out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, like begging the cat. That, like, yeah, and like right after my DUI. Like, that was probably like the last time just like um, crying, crying. Uh, Actually, a fair amount of movies will get me. Like, you know, Logan almost got me, like, not full on crying, but like definitely my eyes watered a little bit. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I've actually like sobbed openly. I think even but after like In and Out or not In and Out, that's <laughs> that <was laughs> you know, like after that delicious burger, Inside Out. No, yeah, after Inside Out, I had thought like I should cry more. Like I should just let myself go every now and then and just kind of give into it. But I never do. And I don't know because it's not like we were raised like men's men to not we're cry big, either, tough guys. Let's see what this one is. Just mom pleading for the cat. It's so sad. It's the best thing about that fucking cat being dead. Because <laughs> at least the dog acknowledges she can talk. I'm like, oh, you have some authority over me. <laughs> I'll listen to you. The cat was just like, get out of here. Oh, it's a Mitt Romney genie question. Ooh. Mitt Romney genie. All of your debt, car, house, student loans, credit cards, etc., is paid off. But every time you touch a piece of paper, you get a paper cut. Oh, man. Every time you touch. So even just touching this envelope paper cut. Forever? Forever. 
All your debts paid off. You know, it's not that we could be a, a very paperless society, not too far. But you have to think, like, money, anytime you use money, paper cut. But it's still part of the paperless society, potentially, because it's... Potentially. Hmm. Anytime you touch an envelope, paper cut. Um, and my days of reading a book are over. Oh, yeah. <sighs> no, if I... Never reading a book again and having to constantly worry about receipts, I'd say no. <laughs> receipts is the best one. Would you like your receipts? Are, no, no, no! No, I know. Because you use U-Scan so often, so it's constantly going to be like that retarded check at the check. I'm like, so your receipt! <laughs> I don't know if I and, did that person. And every time she gives it to me, it's like a lightsaber cut. Like, ah! <laughs> like, eventually your fingers could get so calloused. <laughs> well, the idea, too, it's like, what if all your fingers are all cut up, then it starts appearing on other parts of your body or something like that? Oh. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, you said it just cuts my fingers, right? If someone, like, drops a piece of... Yeah, a paper of... cut anywhere. Oh, so, well, like, if someone drops, like, a, a receipt on my, like, like right on, like, my main vein on my arm, it's going to split open and I have to rush to the emergency room? <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's like, absolutely not worth it. <laughs> well, it's not going to be, like... It's, it's not like a piece of paper touches you and it's, like, a sword going through your okay. arm, but you get, like, a paper cut. Uh, Toilet paper? Yes. That is then great no. to think about. Then no. Like, there's it's... just like every time you like, my most dainty of receptacles. You like, anytime you're trying to jerk off, you'd have to find something different to jerk off into because you're like, I'm not using tissues. Oh, that's what mom's, that's... That's what mom's underwear is for. <laughs> is that why that's the way it is? Huh. Yeah, the toilet paper thing definitely pushes it over. It's like a no-brainer. It's like a... Well, no, because you could use, like, one wipe Charlie's then. I could, but sometimes I'm not going to be somewhere where I have those. Well, I mean, that's where you got to be safe. I mean, remember, house is paid off, car's paid off, student loans. I'm, what if Everything's I, paid off. Your money at that point almost just, like... What if I agree to that and the next day I win the lottery? And I'm like, God fucking damn it. Well, then you have a lot of money to work with. You could buy yourself, like, uh, nothing but, like, one white Charlie's. Carry out a giant purse. Who do you care? Like, full of one white Charlie's. <laughs> giant, giant Who do you purse. care at that point? Like, I'm like, I gotta take a dump in this public restroom. Thank God I got my satchel even, full of, like, one white But Charlie's even once it's gonna be, like, some Saw torture experiment. <laughs> what happens On my <laughs> asshole? <laughs> what happens once? You know, you don't have to get deep. On my it. asshole. You don't have to get deep. You just have to clean off uh, the initial one and then go home and take a shower. You know, like, how much does a paper cut hurt when you get it between your fingers? It's, it's a lot. How much do you think it hurts when you get it on your asshole? <laughs> on your sphincter. It's probably pretty bad. But that's why... You... Oh, my sphincter that doesn't even like a cool breeze coming from the window. <laughs> you know... You don't let that happen. You just, you don't, you don't wipe close enough to the puddle. You but it's going to happen. Well, not if you use the one wipe Charlie's, is what I'm saying. Sooner or later, I'm going to get stuck somewhere. It's not going to happen. What if, God forbid, I go to prison? They're not going to like, oh, well, can I bring my duffel bag of one wipe Charlie's? Satchel. Your satchel of one wipe Charlie's. Satchel sounds manlier. Like a cowboy would wear. <laughs> can I bring my Euro man bag? <laughs> They're like, I mean... We don't allow prisoners to usually do things that are get them get them get get to get them beat up more than usual. But I guess if you want, no, that would be awful. The toilet paper thing pushes it over. So you're going yes. 
I think, yeah, like, all of that cleared would be nice relief, and then it's like, alright. What do you have, the car in the house? I mean, is it that bad? Yeah, you know, just the general be like, everything else is gone in perpetuity, like, let's say it's just also in perpetuity. It's in perpetuity? That's uh, a different story. So what, I can well, keep I buying like, cars forever, and they're well, not... No, I was saying, like, in by a private jet. Like, if I wanted to go, but if I finished school, like, I would have to pay for that then, too. Like, student loans would just be wiped out. You wouldn't have to worry about that. Oh, if I could get out of, like, any future law school debt, I might get. Uh, at that point, I'd probably leave it up to a coin toss. Oh, ooh. And let's just... Do we have a coin somewhere around here? We, we got, got a euro. <laughs> oh. Well, the fancy coin flippers over here now. I don't know. Wait, what's heads? The heart? I don't know. What's the other side? A two. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I guess the harp is heads. No, the heads would be two, because that's how much it was. Okay. Y'all missed it. It was like the gayest coin flip. No, it was so seen. manly. It was like a Dillinger scene <laughs> from like an old gangster movie. <laughs> it was like, ah, can I catch it? It like hovered in air for a second. I lit a cigarette. It came back down and landed on Tails. So Tails would have been, yes, I go for it. Okay. So Tails, Mikey's taking us, and his sphincter is just ruptured immediately. <laughs> See? I lied. Don't wipe toddies, don't work. <laughs> and it's not for perpetuity. <laughs> you get it once, you loser. <laughs> Mitt Romney genie strikes again. What would you have done? I'd probably go for it. Like, again, it's just that relief. Like, knowing full well what happened to mom from always worrying about debt and bills and things like that, to be able to have that relief of, like, oh, it's just gone. Yeah. And just save money and things like that would be nice. And it's like, look, I can live in a world where every time I take a dump, I'm really like, Shower immediately afterwards. And I don't have to worry about that. You just rinse your dumps the way like that last dump you took looked like a a, a fish made of turds like fighting its way down the toilet, and you're just gonna rinse that down the shower drain. I'm not pooping in the shower. I'm still pooping in the toilet. You can have a ton of poop on your asshole. Yeah, and you wash it off. That's what the shower is for. But you're such a slob, I feel like you would just be like, oh, it's off my ass on the floor in the tub. Who cares? Mikey's problem. I'm not pooping in the tub. <laughs> you're gonna That's get an poop. Alex thing. You're gonna we get... know it's an Alex thing. <laughs> you're going to get poop on the floor in the tub, and you're just going to shut off the water and be no, like, done and done. there's never been a point where I'm just pooping in the tub like that. <laughs> no, you might have, like, poop on your butt, like, like smeared you're talking like you. You're talking like you take, like, compact, like, <laughs> self-contained dumps. I do. No, you don't. I've taken 13 dumps thus far this year. <laughs> I'm very aware of how they look. I've seen how the toilet looks afterwards. They're There's not... a little bit of skin mark. A little bit. A little bit of a skin little, mark. You, what's... <laughs> There's miles of skin marks on that toilet. You miles. Left. How <laughs> dare you. I'm gonna let's find a neutral third party. I'm gonna take a dump uh, in no. the toilet. They that walk free, in and they can be like, yeah, "That free yeah, Christopher man. is building his own bathroom <laughs> in this house." Uh, well, yeah, obviously I would. I'd probably get my own house. No, you are not even looking at me in the eyes when you say that. You're not gonna do it. Gonna, yeah, no, I'm having a contract. Go to your house, take dumps in the shower. The How about that? Did you get what you wanted? Oh yeah, the contract is coming over next week, Mike. You're totally gonna build that toilet. Anyway, I'm just gonna jump in the shower real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm taking a huge squeeze and dump. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm doing this I'm talking completely the notion. And the water shuts off a millisecond later. You're like, got done and done. <laughs> done and done. I'll use this white towel. There you go. <laughs> throw, it in your, throw it in your laundry and I'm back to my place. Use this towel. <laughs> don't come over. Use this towel. It says Mikey on it. <laughs> 
big anagram M on it. That must be for me. That must stand for me. <laughs> Just must stand for my taint. Because <laughs> that's where it's going. That's where it's going. Da, 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 da. This is the Price is Right. You're winning a full paid breath, a full paid flight to my asshole. All expenses paid. You lucky. Because it's not paper. Get it? Boom. Oh. Well, there we go. I think we, we finished that off there. Any last thoughts you want to put on before we head out of here? Title for the episode? That's something we usually do afterwards, right? But sometimes you really, it feels like you're like, God damn it, what's the title for this episode? Oh, worked it for a porkin', I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when you say it like that, you're like, yeah, of course Mikey was insane. They don't rhyme at all. Working? Porkin'. It works. <laughs> you're dead. Well, say work. Work. Say pork. Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. That's gonna do it for this episode of Super Nagas Brother Show. Hopefully, we'll squeeze one out before the Oscar one. No comments. <laughs> 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 <laughs>